here's what most people don't realize about podcasts is that you can't just hit publish and expect it to take off. But when you intentionally launch your podcast, you're immediately going to be able to grab the attention and the ears of your ideal listeners. Launching your show is like this quantum multiplier effect that you can rinse and repeat to give your show a major boost whenever it needs it. So inside this episode, I'm going to show you how a launch and relaunch system will usually help you rank on not just one, but multiple charts in multiple countries in your show category and massively increase your discoverability because you'll be instantly visible to a global audience full of your ideal clients. Welcome to Insider Secrets to a Top 100 podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Elmer. Let's make your business binge-worthy. Now, in the last episode, you discovered how creating psychologically binge-worthy content is the secret to getting your listeners to click play and keep them listening till the end of every episode you publish. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, go back and listen to it before diving into this one. And in this episode, I'm going to show you how combining binge-worthy content with a launch and relaunch system is the key to ranking your podcast in the top 100 in your category. But without it, you're going to risk joining the other 2.9 million failed podcasts in the Apple graveyard because your content's going to get pushed down by the algorithm, making you invisible to your ideal listeners. Not to mention your chances of ranking will be slim to none. And that's the major mistake that most people make when they go to launch their podcast. Most people hit publish, expecting their show to just take off. And then they're really surprised to find that they're only averaging 10 to 20 downloads per episode. They're really lucky if they cross 100 downloads per month. Did you know that on average, a new podcast only gets 2,000 downloads their first year if they stay in the game that long? That's mind-blowing and heartbreaking. And this is why most new podcasters quit after episode six. And no wonder they're frustrated because their show didn't give them the results that they were here to get. When the real reason is they had zero strategy to get in the charts so their show could actually get discovered by potential listeners. Because you would never spend a year or more writing your book only to tell no one and then hit publish on Amazon and just cross your fingers and close your eyes and hope it becomes a bestseller. Would you? Of course you wouldn't. At least I hope you wouldn't. Yet this is the major mistake that most people make when they start their podcast. And the reason their show didn't take off wasn't because they didn't sound good on air or there was too much competition or they weren't enough of an expert or that they didn't have a valuable message to share. It was simply because they didn't know how to get their show in front of the right audience. So if you want to increase your discoverability and help more of your ideal listeners find your show, you need to get in the charts. Why? Because when you open up Apple Podcasts on your computer and you pick a category of interest and you scroll to the very bottom of that category, you'll notice that you are only going to see the top 200 shows in that category. Now, if you're looking on your phone, depending on your phone, you're only going to see the top 50 to 100 shows in that category. There might be thousands of shows in that category, but how are you going to find them if you can't access them from the app? I mean, maybe you could find them by typing in a search term. You're more likely to find them by hearing that host guest on another podcast that you're listening to. But if your show is not consistently ranking in the charts, it's going to be really difficult for potential listeners to find you. 
And it's one thing to get in the charts once, but it's another thing entirely to get in the charts and stay in the charts long-term. And here's the best part. You don't need a big audience to be successful with a podcast. Now I get why you would think that you would, because you see today's top hosts with these huge audiences getting thousands of downloads. So you assume that you need a big audience first to have a successful show. But audience size has absolutely nothing to do with podcast success. Think about it. Do you think that every thought leader today had huge audiences when they started their podcasts? No. In fact, most of today's thought leaders that you respect and admire had their podcasts before they had huge followings online. Jordan Harbinger was podcasting before Twitter ever existed. Joe Rogan started his show long before Instagram or Pinterest. Amy Porterfield and Tim Ferriss both had their podcasts before TikTok ever arrived on the scene. And I know for a fact that each of these hosts started with exactly zero downloads. So how did they become so successful? By positioning their podcast to attract the right audience, not the other way around. So it doesn't matter if you have one person in your audience or a hundred or a thousand The key to being successful with a podcast isn't how big your audience is when you start. It's how well you differentiate yourself to attract the right audience so that you can grow. Now, to be clear, there are seven elements that make up a successful podcast launch strategy. And there's no way that I can teach them all to you inside of this episode. We cover them all in our program. But I am going to reveal one of the simplest but most impactful to you today because it's one that nobody ever talks about. And as far as I know, I am literally the only person who teaches what I'm about to teach you. And it's something that you can apply today. And if you have an existing podcast, you can make this one simple tweak immediately and see results, even in advance of relaunching your show. Now, back in April, we had a client that came to us and he had had his podcast for over two years. And he was like, Courtney, I believe in the power of podcasting, but I've been doing this for two years and I cannot figure out how to make this actually work. I'm getting 30 to 50 downloads per episode on a good day. I know my content is valuable and I don't know what I'm missing. Can you help? And so we helped him revamp his content based on the psychology of his ideal listener so that he can attract and convert more listeners to his podcast with binge-worthy content and then into his programs. But we also taught him the seven elements of a successful podcast launch and relaunch system, which he then executed to break the top 100 in the highly competitive self-improvement category. But we also taught him one secret that's going to make you immediately stand out no matter what category you're in, which is choosing the quietest day of the week to release your episodes. Now, previously, he was releasing an episode on one of the most popular release days in his category, and he had no idea. And we showed him, hey, look, you can continue to release episodes on this day, but it's going to be a lot harder to compete because the bigger shows who are also releasing episodes on this day are drawing those downloads and they're drawing those ranking positions away from you. Or we could switch up the day that you release your episodes and all we need to do is find the quietest day of the week in your category. And he's like, by all means, show me what to do. So we taught him how to do that. And turns out the quietest day of the week for him wound up being a better day for his listener because it was a day that they were more likely to have the time to listen. And when he made this one simple change, he broke the Apple Top 100 in self-improvement for the first time in two years of hosting his podcast. 
Now, again, choosing the quietest launch day is one of the seven things that make up an effective podcast launch and relaunch system. But I guarantee you this technique is something that nobody's teaching. And it's not something that you can just Google how to do, but it will make a huge difference between your show getting overlooked or getting the attention it deserves. And here's the thing. Most of what I teach is not rocket science. It's simply rooted in psychology and backed by the science of human behavior. Because just over three years ago, when I was in the throes of launching my business, getting my first offer out there, it was a really difficult time, both in my life and in my company. My son was about 18 months old at the time, and he was home with me. He was not in daycare. So I was working in the nap time nooks and crannies of the day, and I was done with short form content. Because what I was noticing was that I was spending the majority of my available working time to create that content with the intention of getting the word out about my business so I could grow my audience and grow my offers and start to scale my business, but it wasn't paying off. And I was posting three, four, five, ten 10 times a week, putting out really valuable content and nobody was paying attention. At the same time, The only hands-free time that I would have when my son was awake was to strap him in the stroller and go for walks in the neighborhood. And we would walk sometimes for miles and I would pop my AirPods in and I would listen to podcasts. I would listen to Amy Porterfield and Donald Miller and James Wedmore and all the industry experts that you and I both know and admire, trying to find the secret, the golden ticket to marketing success, to make marketing a little bit easier so that it could be more effective so I didn't feel like I was wasting my time on ineffective strategies. At the time, I didn't have an ads budget, so organic content was really my only option. And one day it dawned on me, and I'm walking in the neighborhood, and I got this thought out of completely nowhere that said, why not a podcast? Why not? Why not start a podcast and build your own stage to share your message with your audience? And that was the spark that I needed. Now, I will be completely honest with you. It took me nine months of overthinking the thing to actually get it out into the world. But I could have never imagined what happened next because now I'm the host of a show that's globally ranked among the top one and a half percent of all three plus million podcasts in the entire world that brings in thousands of downloads and new leads to our business every month. And having this podcast has impacted other areas of our marketing as well. It took our email open rates from an embarrassingly low 10% to at times over 98% with an average between 40 and 60% email open rates. Our show is growing 4,038% faster than my Instagram account ever did. And now I get to help dozens and dozens of experts just like you do the same. And they're out there getting even better results than I did simply by applying what I'm teaching you here today. Because most business owners know that podcasting can be a powerful way to build authority. Obviously, because 99.9% of every thought leader out there has their own podcast. But they don't know how to get these kind of results on their own. So they tell themselves, well, I can't start a podcast. It's going to be a waste of my time because I've never done that before. I don't know how to do it right. I don't know how to make it successful. I don't know if I can spend the time on trial and error. I don't have the time to spend. But think of it this way. When you were born, you couldn't walk. You had never done that before, but you can walk now, right? You'd probably also never driven a car the first time you sat in the driver's seat and started the engine, but you also figured that out. But you also know as well as I do that the process of trial and error could take you years. So 
right now you have a choice to make. You could go the slow way by figuring it out on your own with zero idea of how to actually make it successful, spending all your time on trial and error to maybe someday figure it out. Or you could go fast and you could follow the footsteps of someone who's done the thing that you want to do. This three-part framework that I'm giving you in this episode series has helped over 95% of the clients that we've worked with break the top 100 in their categories. So the choice is ultimately yours. You can spend the time trying to figure it out on your own, or you could spend the time learning how to do it right so that it actually gives you the results that you're looking for. So your launch and relaunch system, again, it's like this quantum multiplier effect that you can rinse and repeat to take your podcast from unseen and unheard to notice and heard and listened to every single week by thousands and thousands of people. And it's a must if you want a top-ranked podcast. And hopefully by now, you're beginning to see why it's so critical. So come with me to the next episode because we've got more to dive into. And we're going to be talking about the third ingredient, your long-term growth system. And I'm going to show you how by adding this in with your binge-worthy content system and your launch and relaunch system, that it's going to help you create consistent and predictable audience growth and sustainable income from your podcast. As you might have heard me mention inside this episode, if you want to join me for our next live workshop where I'm going to show you how to avoid the biggest mistakes that cause most podcasts to fail within the first 12 months and literally walk you through the exact framework that we teach our students to launch their shows in the top 100 and convert more of their listeners to clients, just go to the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. That's the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop.